0: you are now listening to creative
1: masters this is the podcast where we interview musicians photographers directors comedians designers and other creatives to discuss how they got started how they got past those bumps in the road and how they built a career off their creativity so let's get right into it i'm your host
0: bye bye, bye and i'm up
1: double machine masters to bring you creative masters now let's start the show what's going on everybody this is reggie aka nobody famous you're listening to creative masters podcast this is episode 26 thank you guys for listening we very very much appreciate it thank you guys for leaving comments and sharing out the podcast retweeting liking it all that kind of good stuff if you haven't subscribed you can subscribe to us on soundcloud at creative masters podcast on itunes or on stitcher we're also on google play so any of those major platforms you can go to to find the creative masters podcast i'm just a cover something that i mentioned last week on last week's episode with eom beginning i'm doing my very first documentary i'm directing and producing it and it's on my friend simon illa he's a very very dope music producer songwriter vocal arranger all that kind of dope stuff so just to kind of give you a little background he's from Paris, illinois a very small town up north in the midwest um he has oi also known as brittle bone disease so he's in a wheelchair he's like three foot tall but he has a very dope story if you haven't listened to his podcast that i've done with him you can go back and listen to that but basically he wrote a book that you can also get on amazon and other places so you want to check that out for sure but basically he wrote a book and i was reading it was deeply inspired by it so i was just like yo i hit him up let's do a documentary he's like let's do it so we've done it it's all shot i'm in post production now but what we're doing is if you want to get the pot if you want to get the documentary early you can go to patreon.com tracking identity and come in at the ten dollar level you're only going to be charged once when all of the content is dropped. So you can do that and if you're in Atlanta I'm putting together a screening I've been reaching out to venues and things like that so what you can do is come in at the $20 level and when we have the screening that would be your basically your ticket to come to the screening and you also get the documentary at the same time as everyone else so thank you for that for your support to everybody who's donating donated and pledged we definitely appreciate that so for episode 26 of the creative masters podcast we got someone i met um probably about a year and a half two years ago through the whole beat making music producer scene on instagram but she's also a visual artist a photographer she does a lot of dope work and more recently got to music production over the last couple years and doing some really cool stuff building her following On Instagram and everything like that. So in this episode with Umami, we get into how music and how visual arts are connected.
2: Um, And I feel like the eyes and the ears, they're connected in a a really super cool uh, way. And I wish I had the article in front of me. But I feel like when I'm in the field with my camera and my gear, I'm listening to music. And then when I'm editing my photos in post-production and In a series, um, I have my music on.
1: Then we get into how she got into music production and what it was like when she first came home with her gear and sat down in front of her computer.
2: The only thing I could think of in one word was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Just having had zero training, experience, schooling, or anything like that.
1: We also touch on her love for her art and how she would be creating, whether she got paid for it or if anybody liked it or not.
2: I would make music, even if nobody liked it, And even if I didn't make any money, I would still do it. And the same goes for photography.
1: We get into this and so much more. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and be inspired. This is episode 26 of the Creative Masters podcast featuring Umami. What's going on, everybody? This is Reggie, aka Nobody Famous. You're listening to the Creative Masters Podcast. This week we got a very dope guest. Um, I met her through kind of like the Instagram beat maker, music producer community, maybe about a year, year and a half ago, and she's just been killing it. Umami, how you doing?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Doing good, doing good. Thanks for coming on to the podcast.
2: Oh, I appreciate you having me. Thank you.
1: Yep, for sure. So why don't you, um you know, give us just an elevator speech of um, who you are, what you do, where you're from, and then we'll dig into it from there.
2: Okay. Um, who I am, I am. I'm a mother. I'm a music lover. I love the arts. Um, I think I'm a little bit of um, a nerd and a and a geek. That's a little bit introverted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Uh, as far as um. How I got started, I think that's a really popular question amongst everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm not afraid to go deep into emotion, but I was trying to I've always been a fan of music, and I always will be. But after I lost my dad, um I didn't really know how to channel um, channel my emotions anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so that's actually what what got me, you know, to want to start to make music. Um, and so I walked into guitar center, not knowing what I was doing two years ago. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I thought machine studio looked pretty cool (laughs) and I'd read a little bit about it and, um, I bought it and then here we are.
1: Awesome. And it's been,
2: it's been a crazy two years. And let me tell you, um, I look at myself from back then two years ago to now and, and like old projects and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. it's so neat to see your growth yeah definitely you know what i mean
1: oh yeah for sure i definitely know what that's like to go back and like listen to old stuff and see like where you improved at and everything so i I get totally
2: yeah i know you do for sure and the the neat thing too though is like maybe some people would want to go back and go oh that sounds terrible i need to do something different i just leave my old projects alone because i feel like when I go back to listen to them, it still reminds me of how I've grown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to leave it like that. Gotcha. Totally
1: makes sense. Um, yeah. So let's start like at the beginning, because I know um doing some research on you that, you know, you're a photographer, visual artist and things like that. So back in the day, like when did you first get started in creativity in general? Was it through photography or was it through a, a different uh, discipline?
2: Um, it was definitely through photography. Mm hmm. Um, I started about thirteen years ago, and I decided to. Since I was a child, I always had a camera.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I had a good old Vivitar, <laughs> nice. and I would bring it. Yeah, I would bring it everywhere I went, and um, I I was always um, into visuals and lights, and like I was obsessed with light bright and and it, I was so drawn to it. So, definitely like. Um, back in the day, I, visuals were always, remember the moon man, Um, you know, how that whole thing on MTV, the moon man would come on. I'd be sitting eating my scrambled eggs that my mom made me and the moon man would come on and literally nobody could talk to me. (laughs) I was so fixated on that. Like, no, there was nobody that could talk to me. Mm. (laughs) You could get in front of me and I'm checked out. So with that being said, I think that I was born, um, you know, being obsessed sort of with visuals and seeing things definitely differently than some people, um, with a different perspective. But I, um, I bought a really nice camera and I thought, Hey, I'm going to give this a shot. And I had friends that were incredible photographers that, Oh, they gave me some tips and stuff like that. But really, I know that you're doing photography too, you have to get out there and work. Mm -hmm. And the more you practice, the better your composition. Um, Same with editing. The more you edit, the better you get. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So I started with photography and I was mostly doing um, portraiture. And um, that's how basically my career was for a long time. And then um, I was shooting weddings in Mexico And I was traveling to different cities to do photo shoots. um, Still a little bit of project for um, photography or product photography for Amazon Mm -hmm. and um, stuff like that. So
1: so pretty much you self-taught. You just went out there, made it happen. Like, I want to do this. So you just got there and put in the work and the hours and and learn how to do it. It's what you're saying, basically.
2: That's just basically how I function. So... Mm -hmm. I never was real big on even like tutorials and stuff like that. I just uh, I I hear the information, but I have to actually physically do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the years, um, I I got the knack of it, and um, I was getting better. And then um, I kind of strayed away from uh, portraits because it wasn't my favorite. Gotcha. I liked. I liked the really like industrial um, perspective where I would literally like lay upside down and shoot. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Just really off, really outside the box. Very. <laughs> so. Um,
1: oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah.
2: No, it's okay. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, so how long was that process between from when you um, decided, you know, to buy a camera and start learning to when you started doing, you know, weddings in Mexico or doing stuff for Amazon, e-commerce type stuff and things like that?
2: Um, So how long after I got into photography did it take me to get to that level? Yep. Oh, I would say a a solid four years. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I have my... I got more into the fine arts part of it. Um, And I was having a lot of my work. And it still is. Um, I have installations throughout um, Belltown, and downtown Seattle. Mm -hmm. So if you ever go to restaurants, um, I have my art uh, installed there. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's pretty cool. When you go around the city, you might see some of my work. Yeah.
1: Nice. That's awesome.
2: Yes. I'm working with the the W Hotel actually right now. Um, I'm going to be installing there soon.
1: Awesome. The one in Seattle? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's always curious. I'm always curious to hear like people's journey because a lot of times people, especially like in the social media age, people like pick up a camera or they buy some equipment and think that like it's going to happen within like, you know, three or six months or something like that. So, right. you know, it's always interesting to hear how long it takes and how much work someone's put into something to actually get to the level that they're on, at, you know, that people admire. Because they always just look, you know, they're going to just look at your level and be like, oh, like that happened for you overnight. It's like, no, I'll put in like a lot of time to get to where I'm at. Totally.
2: And I think there's like three ways to look at that. Um, so if I were to say, hey, I want to be a singer. I can't sing. I'm never going to be able to sing professionally. So. Um, you, you know, hopefully the loved ones around me would be like, look, this isn't for you. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that have a very natural ability as something Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take them real long to catch on. And then there are people that they have the ability, but it takes maybe the person versus the person with the natural ability. It just takes the other person maybe twice as long. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, And I feel like the eyes and the ears, and I remember reading an article about it, they're connected. Um, They're connected in a a really super cool uh, way. And I wish I had the article in front of me. But I feel like when I'm in the field um, with my camera and my gear, um, I'm listening to music. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm editing my photos in post-production and in a series, um, I have my music on. So... They're kind of married that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense. Like when I, especially like in the springtime, like once the time changes and, you know, the days are longer. when I get home, I'll just, you know, put my headphones in and just go for a walk and just shoot. And, you know, depending on what I'm listening to kind of dictates like the kind of shots that I'm shooting and taking and things like that.
2: Absolutely agree. And it's the same exact deal for me. Mm -hmm. And that's what that, that's what I mean. Like there's that connection. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. I'll go out and I'll have like the foreign exchange on. Oh yeah. The, um,
1: which album? The first one or a different one?
2: Um, it's the uh, it's not connected. It is, uh, leave it all behind. Gotcha. And um, uh, yeah, you know, I'll have that on me. Lo- you know, walking on the beach or whatever, and I've got my and my, uh, camera and it's so I'm in like that mood and. Cause I feel music like on a, in a, on like a deep level in a mm-hmm. deep, in a deep way. So my perspective kind of, kind of goes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have like Jay Z Izzo on, <laughs> I'm going to maybe do something different. I might go down by the gum wall in Seattle mm-hmm. and like find some dope architecture, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it totally makes sense. And I'm, I'm the same way as well. Um, so now let's move into the music side of things. So you said, you know, you went to guitar center, you saw the machine studio look cool. So you got it. So like when you came home and set it up and sat down in front of your computer and a machine, like what was that experience like for you?
2: That was incredibly, um, I, the only thing I could think of in one word was, um, overwhelming mm-hmm. just having had zero, um, Training experience, schooling, or anything like that. I am. I I had done a little bit of research prior to to buying the machine studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some some really dope producers using it, and I'm like, hey, this looks like it's pretty cool. And I didn't want to buy like so much gear, what you know, and then just have it sit there mm-hmm. and not use it. I wanted to make sure that it was something that I was going to be able to use. But when I got in front of it. You know what the pads look like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched Mac Pro video um, tutorials just to get like the very basics down. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely um, it was definitely an overwhelming feeling, and I was just kind of literally just kind of trying to go through like the some of the stock kits and get a groove for it. Get a you know just I just kept going away, you know, going, 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 mm-hmm. and there was a point where um, I mean, I was just so driven. I wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't get in past eight bars and I kind of hit a wall and I was just kind of frustrated because I'm like, you know, I would always say to myself, God, you know, making music is not easy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my husband would say, well, if it was easy, everyone would do it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure. And I was like, facts, you know? Um, so, yeah, it, it's been definitely really, really cool. It's been a great, a great experience. And I've never ever rushed anything. Um, I've never forced, I still haven't collabed with anyone because I just want to focus on what I got going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think with me in art, whether it be the photography side, of music, um, I really enjoy the whole creative process. So if I want to loop um, twelve bars that I just laid down, I might do that for an hour and just completely door, like just nerd out on that because I th- I love it. Yeah, I just sure. you know.
1: And do you find that um making music has kind of like opened your mind up creatively in other areas, like with your photography or just in life in general?
2: Yes, yes, definitely
1: and how how would you say it's done that?
2: Um, just with mu me, I mean, I feel like I feel like the music and photography, like I said, I wish I had that article in front of me, but I definitely have grown as a person. Um, I think that I've gotten, since I've been producing music, I think that I've definitely gotten more um, opportunities on a larger scale with photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with music, I feel like there was always this this, I'm not gonna get all like religious on you here, but mm-hmm. there was always some kind of calling. Um, that I'd felt. And once I found music, um, I felt like that was it. Mm -hmm. So it was like this feeling of, this is what God wanted me to do. You know, I had somebody just messaged me earlier today saying that they have massive anxiety and panic attacks. And, you know, my music's pretty wavy. I'm sure you've heard it. And, um, he he plays my music at night to relax.
1: Nice, that's, so that's amazing.
2: That's for me. That's everything. Mm-hmm. That is everything to me to know that that I can create something that does that for someone. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, totally. I mean, to touch on that, like I mean, I've had kind of like the same kind of experiences with music because, like, I've done some songs back in the day and like. I've had like Marines hit me up when there's like from Afghanistan back in the day, it was like, we listened to your song before we got into the field and stuff like that. And I was just like, wow, like that's just kind of insane to think that like people all around the world or, you know, can listen to your music and like getting something from it. Like they, their lives are better because of it. And, and also, Uh, yeah. yeah, So it's just, it's just really interesting that like, that's possible, you know?
2: Yeah. And, and exactly. And it's almost it's almost like you need a minute after you hear that, like mm-hmm. you need a minute to just wrap, wrap your mind around what you, what you've just been told.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because it's, it's incredible to know that you can have that effect on people
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, they put your music on and it makes them feel a certain way. Um so I think that's a beautiful thing. I really do.
1: Yeah, it totally is. And it, it's almost like confirmation as well that you're on the right path and doing what you should be doing. Um, you know. Uh,
2: abs- absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was interesting too how you said that the music has kind of like opened it up. Because for me, like I was always making music. And then actually when I started getting into <laughs> photography, it made my music better.
2: So totally. it's mm-hmm. it's It's basically like <clears> – <throat> Let's just pretend you know your your music is on, you know, the left side of your brain. Let's just pretend, and then your photography is on the right side. Mm-hmm. And both tanks um, were pretty full as far as ideas and inspiration and creativity and all that. But now, when you mi- intermix those, you just you just got all the way up to full
0: mm-hmm. on
2: both sides. So that's kind of and that's kind of where I'm at it's they've both helped me
0: Mm
2: -hmm. uh be better and then when you hear stories like meet your music affecting people on an emotional level Mm -hmm. um that I feel like that makes me um not necessarily a different person but I definitely have I feel like it's made me it's made me better Mm
0: -hmm.
2: for sure
1: yeah I totally get it um you know what I mean yeah for sure Uh, So like I said earlier, we know we've kind of came across each other just through like the beat making community on Instagram and everything like that. So how important so far in your in your beat making journey has the whole, you know, Instagram beat maker community uh, been for you in your growth as a musician?
2: Um, Can you repeat the first part?
1: (laughs) I was just saying basically like you know, we've come across each other just in the on the Instagram yes. beatmaker community through hashtags and things like that. Yes. So yes. Yes. how yes. important has that whole community been for you and your growth as a as a beatmaker and musician?
2: Huge. Huge. Um uh, I've I have you know, I've known you through Instagram actually for for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've both been really supportive of each other just because Going back to Instagram, um, if you're doing it for the right reason, and you're making music for the right reason, um, then um, you're in a community. You're in a you're you're around like-minded people, mm-hmm. um, and it becomes like a music community, um, and that's kind of what I think podcasts are like the new radio. You know what I mean? Oh
1: yeah, totally. And that's why I actually like doing this podcast is because a lot of people who I interact with on Instagram, musicians or photographers or whoever, like every day, Mm -hmm. basically, it gives us an outlet to like actually have a conversation about everything that we're creating, you know?
2: Yeah, no, I love what you've done. I think it's super dope. I think that it brings, um, brings us all closer and in a, you know, I'm not going to sit here and preach, but there's a lot of um, craziness in the world,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, I think we all have different views and opinions, and and that's that's always going to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but there's some there's some definite darkness. So everything out there that we may have a different opinion on, um, there's always that one thing that we can come together as one, and that's music. Mm -hmm. that can unite us all i mean and you don't you could be from another country it there's no language barrier you know what i mean
1: oh yeah totally yep
2: so i feel like it's this it's it it unites us all it brings us close together and um that's if if anything we need that right now
1: yep totally and that's actually a good segue to my next question that i had for you because you know you're you're really active on on social media. You know you post on a regular basis, and you post a lot of things about posit- positivity and good vibes and things like that. So, how important is like positivity in your life, as far as like being creative and and creating and putting that work out there? Like, what, how does that play into all of that?
2: Yes. Um. So, for years now, um, I have always, I call it. <laughs> My frame of mind, mm-hmm. um, I call it. I'm in a sun, a sunshine state of mind, and that is most mostly because I I don't welcome any kind of negativity or bad vibes because to me it's just toxic. Very and cool. life goes by way too fast. And here's the other thing: is you know, as far as people, the way they treat you, they'll only treat you a certain way. Because you allow it
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you have to teach them how, you know, how to treat you. So I'm in a sunshine state of mind. Also, I live in Seattle and it rains a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that's my mental happy. But um, I definitely am like part of the, the good vibe tribe. And I think, you, you know, if you're if you're positive in your mind, that's going to help facilitate it's like the law of attraction, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's putting it's you're putting out that goodness. you're yeah. putting it out there for people to to it's almost like if someone you know fell down or they needed a hand or whatever it may be, it's in you know, here, let me help you up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And um I'm definitely a peacemaker, peace over everything, um, and yeah. I'm, I always joke and sit, tell my kids think I'm a hippie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I totally agree. I think that your thoughts do become things and um, it takes practice to get into that mindset. So I think that's why a lot of people, you know, they may like try it for a little bit and kind of get discouraged. But it really does take practice and effort and make you have to make it a habit. To, to put you yourself do. in that place. And then once you do, you know, when you get out of that place, you can realize it and then kind of, you know, do things to get yourself back into that positive state of mind to be more creative and everything like Abso-
2: that. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is people are very quick to answer. Um, maybe you're talking about something with somebody, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just that person needs you to listen. Mm-hmm. Everybody's so quick to respond. So, being a good listener is really, really, really important.
1: Yeah. I think. I, I agree. And and that's something that I've even worked, had to work on with myself, like even on this podcast. It's like just listen to what, you know, whoever I'm talking to is saying instead of thinking of like the next question or how I'm going to respond to that. And just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and thoughtfully and mindfully think about, you know, what they're saying, what they mean by that and let the conversation flow instead of just being so you know, straightforward with, you know, it has to be like this and that because it's kind of how life is too. Like people, people will give you clues on what they're feeling, even if they don't say exactly what they, you know, are feeling at the moment or what Great. they want you to do for them. And, you know, you got to kind of pay attention to it instead of always just thinking about your response and talking about yourself or whatever the case may be. So.
2: Agreed. A million percent agreeing with that. Totally.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so let me ask you, like if say there's somebody listening and you know, out there who's wants to get started in something like you went and built a career for yourself, like in the photography world and then you I decided you want to make music and you just went out and you know, bought something that started doing this. So what would you say to somebody out there who, you know, wants to do something creatively in their life and it's kind of like waiting for somebody to give them permission to start?
2: Um, I would say never ask for permission from anybody. First of all, um, if it's, if it's for you and in the name of you, then you have every right to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you have to believe in yourself. And here's the other thing is you have to be good at making mistakes and accepting it. Mm-hmm. Because when you are diving into something that you've never done before, and that, that could apply to a 100 million things. But as far as whether it be photography or music, you aren't just going to be dope right away. Um, If you play live, you're not going to bring in a huge crowd right away. Mm -hmm. You have to be very patient and you have to learn to, to make mistakes. And then you learn from those mistakes. So you don't make that mistake again. And you just keep going and you're always learning. You're never you're never done learning in music. I mean, even like great the greatest of greatness, like Pharrell. Mm -hmm. He's still a student in the studio, you know, and we're all like going, no way. But it's true. Yeah. Um, Totally. You gotta follow you gotta follow, first of all, you gotta follow your heart. You gotta follow your gut. We have one chance at this in this life. And you know it goes by fast so i would say if you have that gut feeling of something that you want to do creatively just go for it because you're not ne- you you never know maybe what if something would happen and i just went no i'm not going to get that machine where mm-hmm. i wouldn't be on the phone with you right now
1: yep
2: um so i feel like you should always follow follow what you feel is right for you mm-hmm. because it's kind of like honesty you can't be wrong if you're honest
1: true yeah totally I like that so <laughs> so um, facts yeah, definitely facts um, so I'm, I'm real big on you know just a growth mindset, bettering myself, podcasts, books, you know all that kind of stuff. So what are some things yes. that you do to grow you know professionally in your personal life and your career like what are some of the methods that you use to get better?
2: Um, well, I think that it starts in taking care of, if you don't have your health, then you don't have, you know, you don't have anything. So, um, health, I I don't just mean like internally, but I think it's really important for me, at least I meditate. Mm -hmm. Um, I do hot yoga. Um, I try to keep myself really centered um, and and you know, and I think everybody wants to put like this glorification on, like they're too busy, or you know, sorry, I can't get around to it. I'm too busy. Which is um, lame. They kinda, I think it's so lame. I I that's one thing that I just you know the smh like shaking my head.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's that's in that emoji or whatever is just in my, in my head. Like my goodness. Um, I think family is important. Um, you have to have, and family to me does not always mean blood. Mm -hmm. It's who's there for you. Um, so you need your health. You need your family. I have a very supportive group of people in my life that believe in me. um, and that, and then in music, also that have sort of men- mentored me, mm-hmm. um, which has been, you know, they've seen potential in me, even like those days where, and I know you've been do- doing music longer than me, but we're kind of on the flip. Like you started with music, I started with photography, mm-hmm. and then you dabbled into photography, and I dabbled into music. Um, uh, but, what was I saying? <laughs> I just totally went
1: off. Oh, just about the whole just um kind of growth and and Yeah, you I, you did kind of veer off a little. Yeah.
2: Well, but... what happened is my dog literally was trying to come out of the closet here and bark and then that was going to mess me up, so I had to grab him.
1: <laughs> it's all good. So I
2: just I totally brain no, you farted. You're talking about just, just don't, don't put that in there. <laughs>
1: No, just talking about family and, um, you know, family's not always blood and people who are supportive and you have some mentors and things like that.
2: Yeah, because the question was, you know, what makes me keep going, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I'm a really driven person. Um, and with that, I feel like, you know, it's their cousins. So um, when you're driven and you're passionate simultaneously, mm-hmm. You work your ass off. Oh, I can't say that. Sorry. Yeah,
0: um, that's
2: fine. Well. Okay. Um, I you know you just work really really hard, but you have to have your health. You have to take time out for yourself. I feel like when I get into like a creative block or I just can't get anything moving, I gotta step away. And maybe maybe take a trip. Maybe go to the coast mm-hmm. and just kind of get away from music for a little bit. And then come back and reset. Mm-hmm. But I think, yes, meditating, your health, your family, having good people around you, um, and being a positive person. And we're all going to be, especially social media, um, I, I I wouldn't believe if someone told me that they've never been uh, bullied or had maybe maybe just like a jerk comment on one of their posts. Mm-hmm. Um I've definitely been bullied on Instagram, and I don't know if it has to do with the fact that there aren't very many female producers, and um, people just want to kind of nitpick. Or I'm not really sure.
1: I mean, you got to think. You got to think at like, especially with like social media. Like people get really um, if they go to somebody's page and they have a like a, a perception that someone's doing better than them even yes. if it's just follower counts or likes or whatever, and they're not getting right. that like that, they're just lashing out cause they're mad at themselves. So you can't, you know, you can't really take that personally.
2: Totally. Yeah. No, if anything, what you take from it is you pull something positive. Mm-hmm. Try and I try and pull something positive out of negative situations always.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I think that that is, that just comes with, um, with age Yeah, and and, and
1: usually some of the best lessons are found in those negative experiences.
2: Amen. You nailed that. That's that's exactly true.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting that you had brought up, like, everybody says that they're too busy and doesn't have time to get to things and like that. Because probably about two weeks ago, I've kind of been, like, always had these thoughts in my mind. But, like, two weeks ago, I woke up, and this whole diagram was, like, in my head. So I just got up and, like, drew it out. And it's, like, my thing is I want more of, like, time and freedom and it's like, how do I get more time and freedom? Well, first it starts with health. So I have to eat well, I have to exercise. Like when I get done talking to you, I'm gonna do my exercise for the day. Because yeah. <laughs> right. that helped, like yeah. that. The exercise and the eating, right? You know, that gives you discipline for everything else, like in your life. And then, you know, you have your spiritual, Absolutely. your meditation, you know, the universe, nature, all that kind of stuff. And then you have like your mental, your education, your learning skills, your relationships. And I found like if I really focus on those three areas of life and push myself in those three areas of life, like it does give me more time it does give me more freedom it does give me more resources cuz money and all mm. that's just a it's a it's kind of like a a bonus an added bonus to taking care of yourself and pushing yourself you know like if you're doing it oh. just just for the money and you, you're neglecting your health or you know you neglecting your your education your continual education like you're not going to always have that cuz you're going to burn out so
2: totally and here's uh, kind of on that note I remember seeing Neo on some show. I don't know if it was Fallon or Kimmel. Um, maybe it was ridiculousness. I'm not even sure. But, you know, they asked him a, a question about, you know, how do you find people to work with and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. What would be like a major thing um, that would you would either think was was dope or would turn you off about them. And he said... I would want to know that even if they did not gain anything financially from doing this, they'd still do it. Mm -hmm. And thats I I would make music even if nobody liked it and even if I didn't make any money, I would still do it. And the same goes for photography. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a licensed medical esthetician. Mm-hmm. I went to school. Um, I have my Sadesco license. I worked in medical aesthetics and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, honing in on, on the whole Neo thing. I'm going to do, I'm going to always do it because I love it. It's like, it's just like with any, with anybody, What whatever you, you drives you and that you love and that you're passionate about, about mm-hmm. you, you get something so real from that yeah Um, totally
1: and i think what a lot of people don't realize especially when they're like on the front end of something is like once whatever you love doing becomes a job it's going to zap the creativity out of it like totally when i had a situation with music and it became like a job like i ended up quitting music for a year because i just couldn't yeah so
2: right yeah i mean because none of us i mean i'm i can't say everybody but you know what? Most of us don't want to be in a cubicle from eight to five. I mean, I can't say everybody, but that wasn't going to be me. I did not want to be that person. I want to be out. I want to be out exploring mm-hmm. um, nature. I want to travel a little bit um, and, you know, be in the studio. It's I'm a Libra, so I'm all about the balance. Mm-hmm. Finding that Finding that balance. Yeah. Um, in life so yeah anyways
0: yeah
1: balance is important um it's huge so so let me ask you um and this is a question that i ask everybody who comes on so it's like you know in the past the definition of success was always like you know a lot of money big cars big house all that kind of stuff and it seems like in recent times people have kind of just say know, i'm going to redefine success for myself so what is success for you what's it mean to you
2: success for me Um, as far as music goes is being able to, it's the almighty is to be able to connect people, Mm -hmm. to connect people from everywhere and to make them feel and it feels really vague. But if they can come away from listening to my music and they're feeling something, um, you know, whether they're like in the bathtub or <laughs> they're chilling at night, you know, with mm. their girl or whatever. Um, I success is that fulfillment, like that click in your brain where, and you' we talked about this just a few ago, where you know that that is what you were supposed to do. I knew, since I was young that I was supposed to do something in my life that would help people. Mm -hmm. And my parents always thought that I would be a nurse and I'm terrified of needles, Mm -hmm. terrified. So success is being, being content with who you are as a person and making people feel good, making people excited about music, making people excited about The music community, Mm -hmm. uh, making people understand how important it is to add value and to, um, you know, just be different, be dope.
1: Yeah. I love it. That's very dope. Uh, So, yeah, why don't you let everybody know, you know, where you can be found, what projects you have coming up, and everything like that?
2: Okay. so as of right now, I'm in in a bit of a transition. Um, I have two singles out right now, um, on iTunes, um, Amazon, MP3, Rhapsody, Spotify. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um, they're, they're named Mira and Panache. And then those are just out. I just kind of wanted to get a feel for it. And then, I am currently, I have an EP in production right now. Hoping, I, it's, the date is TBD, but hoping for this summer. Gotcha. Um, to get that out. So I'm super stoked about that. And then if you want to just listen to a couple Umami tracks, I do have a SoundCloud. That link is in my bio. Also, um, umami.com is happening. Um, I'm in the middle of building um, a website. I'm not going to be like selling anything on there, but it's just going to be a place where if we woke up and all of social media crashed, mm-hmm. people wouldn't—they would know how to find me still.
1: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. I do the same thing. Like I keep I keep my Tumblr and everything live, even though I don't use them.
2: Right. Yeah. So. That's what's going on with me. I'm I'm really excited about music. It's something that I really love. And um I think I think too just like to hone in real quick on that, on this, it's I have to remember and reset sometimes. Like I I produce music, but I'm a fan of music. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of music. So I support I support it. I'm excited about it. I'm going to see Banks. I don't know. Do you know Banks?
1: Yeah, yeah. She's dope.
2: She's coming uh, to Seattle on the 18th. I'm counting down the days. So, yeah. I'm super excited for that show. Yeah, she's super dope. Yeah, she now is. I just need FKA Twigs to come. <laughs> I, 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 and I'll I be had, happy.
1: I had an opportunity to go see her, like, three years ago, and I didn't go. And I, like... Upset with myself, but I am going to see Sampha in May, so I'm excited about that.
2: What? Yes. Oh, Jelly. I wonder if he's coming here.
1: I'm not sure, but I saw I saw come up, and I bought my ticket like that day. I was like, "There's no way I'm missing him again."
2: I'm telling you, he he's got it.
1: Yeah, he does. He's. I'm a
2: huge fan uh, fan of Sampha, man. He's super, super, super dope. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I appreciate you coming to the podcast. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, For all the listeners out there, this is Nobody Famous. This is the Creative Masters Podcast. Until next time, peace. So there you have it. That was episode 26 of the Creative Masters podcast featuring Umami. Be sure to follow her music on Spotify. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on Twitter. You know what to do. Again, thank you guys for listening to the Creative Masters podcast. I'm Nobody Famous. I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Nobody Famous. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Creative Masters Podcast. I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. Until next time, this is Nobody Famous. Peace. No, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm.